Hello, welcome to Topics and Implications, the only uh, podcast left on the internet. Uh, I'm sure there's others out there that are still recording in confinement. (laughs) Definitely, uh, definitely lots of more podcasts out there. But we're the only podcast on our channel that uh, has topics and the implications that go with them. Um, If you want to email us topics or if you want to look us up, you can email us at topics and implications at gmail.com or find us on twitter our handle is at topics underscore and and you can tweet at us we'd love to hear topics from you guys that we can read out just tweet us insults compliments just as long as we know people have listened to us Pic- we'll be pictures happy. of keanu reeves yes oh, um please. so uh the way this works is um we have four people sit at our square table and they have to come with topics that uh, neither of us have heard before which is still how it works tonight technically uh, and uh, we ask them, and the rest of the group um, has to answer it to the best of our abilities. And we pray that it's not science questions, because we will be wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't look anything up. No, we don't Google it while we're talking. There is no fact-checking here. generally don't Google it after we're done talking, nope. either. We, we just, just assume we were right. And we put it on the internet. Yes. <laughs> um, so, hey, what's new in our lives? You are... Sneaks. Oh right. Oh. Uh, I, well, that's that's old news. But yes, I am still sneaks. I'm checkers. I'm thick. And rocks. Look at us go. This the original team is back together. Mm-hmm. The OGs. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I know we've all been trapped in our houses, uh, self isolating, um, and I'm wondering if we if there's and any. And it's been horrible. <laughs> hey. I'm not. It's been great with you, honey. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel the same. Uh, so, um, what 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 have we been up to? What new shows have we been addicted to? Tiger King, and that's the that's the only show we've watched in full in quarantine. We also I made him start Scrubs as well. Scrubs is such a good Ooh, show. See, I would love to talk about Tiger King, but half of the people on this podcast, I won't say which two. Refuse to watch it. Also, we have gotten a little bit of flack from our audience, which is just the people that are on the podcast, about how we constantly uh, ruin every show or movie. Because we'll be like... um, Yeah, but okay, a lot of the things we talk about have come out like years ago. Yeah. Anything that's more than 10 years old, give us a break. Yeah. Yeah, We we get to spoil that. And sometimes I think we're actually saving you two and a half hours. Mm, With the example of Splice. Yeah. yeah, which everyone should be watching uh, just so they can see some horrible creature fuck some ethically dubious scientist. Yes. Um, so, uh, Tiger King. Tiger King, and we also recently decided to start watching pretty brainless movies. Um, Very good for me in quarantine to watch, like, really brainless stuff that just, oh. like, either makes you laugh or, you know, whatever. Like, last night we watched one of the Fast and Furious and movies. It just distracts you for two hours. Right. But it keeps you in so that you're not, like, refreshing news or social media. True. And, like, it's really... Stand-up comedy, highly recommend during this time. Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, both had new specials out. We just Come watched uh, Burt... Not Burt. Uh, we watched Segura's. Tom Segura's Ball Hog. Oh. We just watched it. We loved it. I'm not usually a giant... Uh, like, I love stand-up comedy. I love jokes. 
But sometimes I find it hard to watch, like sit on my couch and just like Some watch it. Watch. I would rather go to a place like yes. a Yuck Yucks or something. Do they have Yuck Yucks in the States for our like two they listeners? Have, they have lots of comedy. It's like know. a bar slash comedy house. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the Laugh Factory. It's a comedy club. Probably yeah. not anywhere near as big. I yeah. Think, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we'll go to like a comedy club and like I will love it when I'm there. I often have pit stains worrying about, like, the comedian being like, hey, uh, you in the second row. Oh, we sit as far back in the shadows. Yeah. Really? Awesome I yeah. like the attention. I refuse to sit up front, because they'll just be like, <laughs> they will. well, you little person. Well, they think if you're in the first, like, two, three rows, you're, like, down, and yeah. that you'll interact with them. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of crowd work. Me either. It's, it's fun to watch when you're there, but, like... There's certain comedians that really thrive doing crowd work, um, and their specials are difficult to watch because oh, I'm like right. sweating watching it, and I'm like sad for the person being picked on. But like it's, and if you're not there, it's like out of context and it feels weird. You, it's often they're picking on somebody that's making a huge scene, yeah, and they pick out the people that are being like the most obnoxious. But you have no idea watching it on TV. Right. You're just like, why are you picking on her? I feel like Tom Segura and. Bert right. Kreischer both had to do um, what'd you call it crowd work? Yeah, they had and to. They, they had both hecklers. excelled. Yeah, with their crowd work, like I was like, wow, this is super uncomfortable. Holy, that went well. I so Tom Segura, I think, is hilarious. I don't miss like I've seen. He's got that his, sociopath. Yeah, vibe. His, his it's laugh, so good. His laugh is what gets me. It's so good. Um, he. Sometimes I'll watch him on podcasts and I don't necessarily agree with everything he says. Of course. But, not. like, when I watch his comedy specials, I'm like, this is such a, like, every every joke that he's making is accessible. Yes. Like, that's right. You, can, you don't have to be a part of a very specific group of people to enjoy what he's saying. That's right. Um, I watched, like, 25 minutes of Mark Marin, and, like, as much as I like Mark Marin, yeah. I think he's an interesting dude. I couldn't get into the special. I agree. Stay, I'm on the same page. Who did we watch last week that I just couldn't... Pete Davidson. I yeah. just couldn't do it. He would... Good, good on SNL. Doesn't he have a whole section about Ariana Grande? Yes. We oh, didn't really? get to that. But even SNL we watched... It was amazing. And as soon as this, this uh, comedy skit came on, we were sitting there and I just... Yeah. Played on my phone the entire time. I didn't... He's like 23, it's so, right? It's so hit or miss. He is young. And yeah. so I don't know how old he actually is, but I think he's really young. Yeah. I'm just wondering how he got on the show so young. But I guess like the original cast members were all really young when they got on the show. Like, right. And I think was, like, he's like the youngest. I also think he looks a little Protégé. older than his age. Yeah. yeah. I saw him on Hot Ones though, and he was really funny. Yeah, I do I think he's ones. a funny person, but his comedy maybe is just like underdeveloped for me. Sean Evans is the host of Hot Ones, right? Yeah. He is so cool. Uh-huh. The work that he puts into interviewing people, yeah. I would, if it's I. Just the way he handles himself, eating those wings every single time. Every single time. <laughs> he walks away. Do you think he gets special wings that like are inside? I think that I he know. gets up and he's like, good show, man. And then he goes into a back room. And he has the worst shit of his life every day. He's gonna die young. Oh yeah, like yeah. he's gonna have to have like like his stomach pumped. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Or one of those things so you don't have to shit anymore. I'm, he might have like a medical issue like in a year or two. Where he has to, yeah, where the doctor's like, 
you can't do another Hot Ones. And he's like, but Tom Hanks is next week. I've got Obama coming on. There was one night, one night where I watched Gordon Ramsay, Kevin Hart, um, Will Ferrell. Yeah, Zach, you watched like, like, I watched like I eight of them. I think he had just got home from your guys' place, yeah. and he watched like all of and them. And it was, they were all half an hour long, and I remember yeah. four hours went by, and I was like, am I still doing this? I actually struggle with it a little bit just because I'm genuinely interested in the conversations and the questions that are being asked because like you said he's a good interviewer and the guests can't answer properly at That's a certain what I'm point for, yes. the struggle. because they struggle and I'm like no I want to get the information or sometimes they give a really honest answer because they're like do they they're like flustered Kevin Hart could barely answer and Shaquille, a freaking thing Shaquille O'Neal those two guys when they had those final wings I didn't care what anyone was saying. <laughs> I, uh, like, Pete Davidson was on Hot Ones. I didn't know that. And what's, like, that, what's great about that interview is that Sean Evans doesn't even ask about Ariana Grande. And, like, but he brings her up, right? I can't remember. I don't remember her even coming up in conversation. He may, like, Pete Davidson may, must have, like, even, like, mentioned her in passing. Because as much as he wants to distance himself from that, it's part of his fame. And he, I've, okay. It definitely helps. I don't know him. But I feel like I do. <laughs> I feel like I, you know so many people like this, but I, he's been criticized before online by people who say that he's the type that you sit down with him and you're like, hey, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, you know, my uh, PTSD and all of this has really been acting up these days. Like, he lets it all out, like, right <laughs> onto the table the second you start talking to him. And I think his hot one... Some interview he did got heavily criticized because nobody brought up Ariana Grande and suddenly he had he didn't want to talk about anything else. So But I've yeah. heard his Hot Ones episode is like really great. But his, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Good. Who's the guy who's in Honey Boy and uh, Shia LaBeouf? Yes. His Hot Ones <laughs> interview is so, so good. good. Yeah. Wow, I've never I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it. I used to love I would, him growing I would up. watch that. So you were saying you watched both of these, or you watched, you enjoyed it? Or I, you... Tom Segura's one I love. Yeah. I like Burt Kreischer in interviews, like I like listening to him in podcasts. I have a feeling if I saw his comedy special, there's something about, I think he's trying really hard to be funny all the time. I realize they right. all are, but like... Shirt off. And yeah. Oh it's yeah, just, I don't like that whole stick. It's dead ass. The machine. Yes. I find Burt Kreischer is incredible in certain moments and other times he'll tell like a really long-winded story that makes him look the way he likes to look makes him sound the way he wants to sound and the punchline doesn't come out like it doesn't make you laugh like his little jokes do he's sort of like his own laugh track so when he gets to a point where he wants it to be funny he starts to giggle like a little kid that's right yeah as if like it's a sign for you to start giggling like oh yeah this is the funny part i found out after really meeting um Vic that comedians aren't spoke like that's a frowned upon when I was looking online it's a frowned upon thing for them to laugh at their own jokes and be laughing on stage really? it's actually like points against them it's but not there's he, no official criteria but people criticize them like crazy and, and that's the thing is I don't think Bert would be as funny without the fact that he's laughing at himself and creating mm. the laughable environment I also think that sometimes when we're seeing a video like, definitely that joke has been rehearsed a thousand times, but we might be watching a video where maybe they've added they something, something in. They were just like, I'm going to say this tonight. 
right. and they laugh at how funny and it it's is. It's beautiful. It's organic. But what about his 15th show in a row, and he right. keeps laughing at that part? It's harder to... Yeah, there's no way you can tell the machine story 15 times, and at the 15th time, you're laughing just as hard. Yeah. That's around. an example. I didn't find the machine... I, I thought he could have cut out the machine story out of that special. So that's my favorite Because the special part of it, yeah. made me laugh the whole time, but for that, I was just like, okay, he thinks he's awesome. Like... He got involved with his mob. It's probably one of the greatest stories of his life. But I feel like it's a story that you, like, tell drinking beer around the table with your friends when you've told it, like, a thousand times, like, on the road to huge stadiums of people. It's just like... He's been in interviews where he said he used to only tell that stories that story t- to friends. Really? And it was um, Joe Rogan that was like, you need to put that on stage. on stage. Yeah. Mm, they know better than I do. But that's, like, just as a viewer, that's how I feel. Is I would literally fast-forward through it. I, the, I like the short jokes. Yeah, yeah. Bird, if you want to come tell the story on the podcast, um, <gasps> we would not say no. Yeah. yeah, obviously, and we would laugh at all the appropriate times. And we would tag you on Twitter because you know we will well, we'll we, give out. We the, might do that. the clout. Yeah. We, yeah, we'll give you some clout. Did you hear about him getting drugged by Ari Shafir? Yes, he got Molly. So that's topic number one. Would <laughs> how would you guys all feel if I so Bert? Kresher was recording a podcast with Ari Shafir at Burt Kresher's house with his wife and children home. Ari Shafir is his weird kind of 40-something-year-old friend who, like, never settled down and, like, disappears to Bali without his phone for, like, months at a time and just never really settled into adulthood like the rest of them, mm-hmm. like Joe Rogan and Tom Segura. And <clears throat> suddenly they do Sober October every month. And at the end of Sober October last year, um, Ari hates doing it and he blames the fact that they do it on Bert because Bert's health is bad so he went to his house to record a podcast and in the middle of it at the beginning of it slipped a molly into Bert's drink oh my god and Bert got super high before he even knew what was going on Bert noticed Ari was super high and he's like what are you on molly or something in the middle of this podcast and Ari's like you're high too like I slipped you something and then Bert like had a full panic attack with his wife and kids home. And like, he's banished, Ari's banished from their house forever. He had to get on a plane that night to like go to do shows the next day. Like it was a huge, like his friend drugged him. That's awful. If you, if you haven't heard this story, you're living under a rock because Bert has gone on every podcast. Yeah. Or you just like really don't keep up with any, yeah. anyone in the comedy world because it was the biggest news for any standup. Every standup comedian has a podcast. And yes. they were all talking about it that week. Like, um, it was crazy. Side note, I, for can't, I can't remember her name at all for the life of me right now, but I think she's hilarious. Whitney Cummings. Yeah. She's got a podcast, and I've listened to it, like, off a and on times. a few times, and I really liked it. Whitney Cummings is like, I think she's hilarious. Yeah, I like her too. And I, she's one of my favorite, I don't know if I like her, probably, I probably do, but I love listening to her, I know that much. And yeah. like, her, her specials are good, and she's a great guest on Joe's. Yeah. I've never actually listened to hers, but she's just the type. She's similar to Joe Rogan. I, it's I, like, throw something at her, she's got something to say. I was listening to her, and she had David Spade on. And like, oh, I love David I'm Spade. a massive David Spade fan. Oh my God. If I could ever see him at like, just do a comedy show or whatever, like I would in a heartbeat. Does he do stand-up? Yeah, yeah, he's a big stand-up he dude. I, I might have actually told this before on a podcast, but Adam Sandler and him were in Niagara... Uh, doing a show at the casino, and they were playing basketball at the YMCA what? with people. Like maybe, maybe I haven't told you guys this. It was probably two or three years ago. You can look it up. 
Adam Sandler and him had a hotel in the falls. They were doing a show down at the casino. And for the whole weekend, Adam Sandler would, like, book the YMCA basketball gym and locals could go play basketball with him for, like, 35 minutes or wow. 25 minutes at a time, yeah. And there was a lineup that formed outside the YMCA and it turned into everyone being able to take, like, one shot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's so cute. I think that would be so cool to meet those guys. And mm. I always wonder the what Adam is. Yeah. I picture him being very humble. I've seen many videos do you think he uses all of his, like, voices in real life? Like, to make his kids laugh, or, like... Oh, hold on. So, I don't mean to... Your question was, if we were mollied by some, our friends... I think we're all on the same page. I always want to see if anybody's a little sympathetic to Ari's intention. Well, my, my question is, like, so, Bert's family has disowned Ari. That's right. But Bert stayed has friends. Not. He It took him, like, two months, but eventually he started talking to Ari again, and they still, like... It's, like, secret hangouts, I think, but, like, Ari's not allowed near the house. Yeah. Like, he crossed, like, the wife, the kids, like, the kids who apparently loved Ari now hate him. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, allegedly, like, I know more about Bert's family than... That's true. But Bert's been pretty it's open true. about it. Yep. I'm also on a weird first name mm-hmm. basis. I should, yeah. I'm not going to call him Mr. Kreischer. Bert. I mean, I could, Mr. Kreischer. But, uh, would you... If your family, I guess in general, like, if you, your family hated somebody because they did something dumb, it doesn't have to be, like, murder or anything, but they did something dumb, would you carry on a secret friendship with that person, or would you just end it for the sake of, like, making your family happy? I would probably do whatever (laughs) made my family happy, but if if he was, if he was to secretly hang out with Ari to avoid, like, social media, I would be honest about it to my wife like i'm still going to see him but i'm protecting our right but now hypothetically bert goes to spend a week at ari's house it's a vacation he's not mm-hmm. with his family and that happens is it the same do you still think of it the same way that if right he's it's like you traveling like, was, you're it, on vacation was it worse with because you did it to him right that, that's what makes it me was think it was worse. bad is he did it at, in his home yeah. behind his back with his wife and kids there if they went to vegas for a week and he did that it probably would be a hilarious story right. for the rest of their lives. Bert said that he it was like parts of it were amazing. Like he took a shower and it was the best shower of his oh, life. They had a great time. But he said when he like sobered up, his OCD was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't couldn't write the boat. I think he says like yeah. he just couldn't get back on. Yeah, he, he was like fucked up for a while. I think it's the way it happened that makes it so bad. Yeah. it's ba- And it's so funny because the guys on Joe Rogan's podcast were all speculating, like, Ari didn't see the problem. He genuinely didn't. And it's so weird to not see the problem. But does Ari have dragging. a wife and kids? No. no, no. Of course not. Bert says to, he says at this point, whenever Ari does something stupid, he says, blame it on Hitler. Because Ari's dad was... Uh, in an, his Jewish and was right. in an internment camp in the Second World War. Yes. So he grew up fucked up, which means Ari has grown up pretty fucked up. Like so he just doesn't her. see the world, the choices he's making. It's not on the same level as everyone else. Yeah. Also, he's a comedian. They're all like crazy. It's, a little yeah. crazy. But he, they were like, well, what if you did that to a woman? Like trying to get him to see how crazy it is to do that to somebody. And he said he would do it to a woman. And, like, he doesn't see the problem still. Because he has lots of female friends. I don't think he has, like, you know, horrible intentions with, to like, drugging women and stuff. But right. he was just like, it, I did it so because we're friends and we're having a good time. 
I wanted to have a good time. Still not right. You I don't get it. Slip somebody drugs. I will say, force them to have a good time. There's a reason, in my opinion, that he was that comfortable around Bert. Maybe the drugs were a normal thing. It's just in this one situation it was bad. Like, there's no way, in my opinion, that you would just drug someone for fun. You wouldn't. For no reason. There almost has to be a backstory or a history of doing yeah. things like that to each other. But this time happened to get the wife and kids involved, so he had to put up a front. Right. I, like, if I, if there was cookies on a plate in the kitchen and... What? Checkers. <laughs> checkers was like... Oh, go ahead, have a cookie. So I grab one and I eat it, and I'm like, oh, this cookie tastes weird. It's all grainy. And she's like, oh, because I just gave you a pot cookie. Now, Some of them adding the happy. fact that you have to go to work in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be so fucking... I would... I'd be livid. Mm-hmm. Also, because I've never had a pot cookie yeah. or smoked pot, but like... That would never end well. I yeah. would be so livid because I've been forced into an experience I wasn't ready for. That's right. Wasn't mentally prepared for yeah, it. That's right. At least when people have their first drink, they have this idea of is what drunk is supposed to be. Yep. Like, they're like, oh, I'm feeling it now. Yeah. Like, if you have zero, like, if you ingest something and someone's like, in 20 minutes, you're going to be out of your gourd. Like, There's the anxiety behind that. Oh, like, have, like, a I would want to lock myself in my room. That's what I was like, I... I like if I knew I had like five minutes before the pot cookie kicked in, I'd be like, I'm I'm leaving. I, I don't want you to see me like this. I'm just gonna go. Yep. And I would just go for a walk into the wilderness or something. <laughs> like uh, you just wouldn't see me. Yeah. I would want to get away from any responsibility right That's away. That's right. Like yeah. whether oh, yeah. it's a long walk or whether it's trying to fall asleep before this kicks in or whatever it is. I would probably try to fall asleep. It depends. I think it will heavily depend depend on which drug you mm-hmm. take. There's no sleeping on Molly. Yeah. But Leanne, you could also check yourself into a hospital. That's true. It depends. Man, if I had if I ran before. into a hospital, is like my fiance gave me a pot cookie. They'd be like, get out of here. But Molly, if it was Molly, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about it, Leanne, his wife, went on Christina Pazinski's podcast, and she is Tom Segura's wife. So the two wives were, like, hanging out. And she was saying, like, the big problem is, like, Bert has high blood pressure. Right. So, like, drinking's bad. Like, Lord only knows. I think Molly, I know when you take it, it definitely feels like it's doing things to your heart. Like, uh, it gave him such bad anxiety. And, like, he was so just freaking out. And, I yeah. I mean, she's cool about it. She doesn't care that they're still friends. She's like... I have no trust that that man, if he's okay drugging my husband when he's supposed to be home, like, looking after my daughters, that he wouldn't just drug my daughters one day, thinking that's funny. Right. Like, she's like, I will never trust him ever. Like, say, mm-hmm. six years down the line, his daughter's, like, 18, 19. Happy coming of age. Right. Right. So, this is a little off topic, but I, I'm going to say this is, like, two or three years ago now. I had the worst back... I think so. I don't really have any health problems, but I had like four days where my back was killing me. Like getting out of my car hurt, uh, like getting out of bed hurt, like going to the washroom and having to do your business like was really difficult because wow. I had to twist my body and you know do uh, yoga in order to. Anyway, so. Um, Were you doing yoga? No, no. I was gonna say. Can imagine I like did downward facing dog and just like <laughs> blew up my back. Uh, and so I woke up at like 
five or six in the morning on a Saturday and I like nudged checkers and I was like, I'm going to walk to the hospital. Like I'm going to go to the emergency room. And she's like, I'll come with you. And I was like, no, no, no. Like it could take hours. Just sleep it off. Like, yeah, I'll be back by the time you would normally get up, which is around <laughs> 1 PM by the way. So I go to the emergency room. My back's killing me the whole time. And I, I sit down nobody's there really which is kind of crazy like that nobody would be there but they call me in pretty quickly i sit down i tell the doctor what's up and at the end he's like i think he just stood up weird and i was like what no 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 like my back has been killing me for four days and he's like you're getting older this happens you just get out of bed you stand up weird you just kinked your back man uh have this tylenol capsule and you should be fine yeah i was like four days of agonizing pain in my you're like a tylenol like you must have thought i was a complete joke coming in here 30 minutes ago like i'm just like wasting your time like yeah. your solution was it's like like a t1 <laughs> you know like it was yeah. like regular tylenol yeah and i hate taking pills i didn't even take it you did I, it? I just was like thanks and i i grabbed it and i walked in i just threw it in the garbage and then i walked out of the hospital and by the time I walked home, I felt fine. Walked it off. Of course, though. Of course, that's how it works out. It's hard. With, like, muscle strains and stuff, you always think, like, okay, if I just keep completely still, eventually this pain will end. But and if then that, it if that ever happens again, you can just go to, like, a, a massage therapist. Yes. Yeah. Get, a, get a nice, relaxing massage. Thicker. Could you do that? Under my benefits? Under for being you as a human. Do you let Could other you? humans touch you? Yeah. No, I went to uh, Cuba a couple years ago with my buddy who, uh, anyway, uh, Checkers and I were like two years, three years deep into our relationship. I so wish I had gone on that trip. But she couldn't come on the trip. And my friend and I, I've known him since I was in grade six and yeah. now we're in grade 40. So like we just, whatever, uh, anyway, so... We both have careers, and we'd always wanted to go away together. Um, I had never been on a plane, so we went to Cuba. We go to Cuba. Uh, two days in, every inch of my body is burnt. Um, and he's like, I want to get a massage really badly. And I was like, well, I don't really want people touching my body. And he was like, I will pay for it. You will thank me afterwards. So we go get a massage. He got the full body massage, which, like, they touch yep. every piece of you. Yep. Um, which sounds like a nightmare scenario for me. Uh-huh. So I walk in. You I got was, the upper back massage. Yeah, I was like, I'll like or upper, the back no, massage. No, I was yeah, like I got the back massage, but I would have been happy with an upper back massage. Yeah. So I walk in and she's like, "Take your shorts off," and I was like, "All right." So I take my shorts off. My dick has now shriveled into my body. As it should. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> it would be weird if you were like that relaxed and like right. getting a little hard actually. <laughs> I, I've got a semi going on. So she's like, lay down, face down. I put my face in that toilet bowl or whatever yeah, it is. The and she like pours a whole bunch of coconut oil on her hands and starts like moving it under the hole. And it smelled like not my favorite smell. Uh-huh. And so I'm like not having fun with that. Uh, and then afterwards, she just starts, like, rubbing my body, and I'm sunburnt everywhere, and I already don't like being touched. Like, it was agonizing. And not just that, but, like, you know, being at the beach is one thing, but, like, being in a closed space with somebody I don't know, slow, like, telling me to take more and more layers of my clothing off. Yeah, and, and like, you're in moving pain. things down. Like, 
I think she expected me to be fully naked because she was like, when I took my shorts off, she, she was just kind of like, why are you still wearing like your briefs or whatever, like boxer briefs or whatever. Boxer right. briefs are the ones that are like. Yeah. But don't they leave the room when you're getting undressed? They, yeah. They do. I yes. hope they did. So later on, when I'm laying there face down, right. she's like rubbing my back and my... I have my underwear on, and I can. She grabs my hips where the underwear is, and she just pulls the underwear down more. So now, like my, I'm like ass out, <laughs> and she's like rubbing my back, and like, I'm like I want to cry. Yeah. And my back hurts from her rubbing it so hard. <laughs> like, at least you're like, paying for it. My friend paid for the shit. <laughs> oh like, so we leave. I'm have Top to go guys. to therapy. Yeah. And, and you told him how great it was. No, I walk out. I'm like shaking, right? Aww. And my buddy walks out and he's like, oh my God, that was the best experience of my life. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how could you think that that was fun? These aren't even re- registered massage therapists. I don't even know if they got any training. They're probably just hesitation. Yeah, like, yeah, just like. They're just like comfortable touching you. It was honestly a terrible experience. Later on, my friend at the end, our we, our flight was like eight hours delayed. We didn't get home until like, mm. we were supposed to get home at midnight, and we oh, didn't wow. get home until like the six, morning. six yeah. or seven in the morning. Oh my God. And uh, while we were kicked out of our hotel room, we were sitting in the lobby. He was sitting there on his phone, and he was like, hey, I'm just uh, I'm going to go for a walk. And I was like, um, okay, man, like, do you want me to come with you? And he's like, no, I don't. So he leaves. Three and a half hours later, he comes back, and I had been pretty much sitting there alone the entire time. And I was like, dude, where the fuck were you? And he's like, so I went on Grindr, and I met this uh, flight attendant, but they're not allowed to hook up with people on vacation. So I went into his room, and we started fucking, (gasps) and all of his friends knocked on the door, and I had to hide in the closet. Oh my god. But they wouldn't leave. So it was like forever before they finally left, and by that time when they left, we sort of just did it again, and then I came back, and I was like, are you kidding, dude? Like, what if they had said we could finally go to the plane? Like, I'm sitting here alone in the lobby. was able to... So... You guys hadn't gone through security yet? No, they were at the resort still. We were still at the resort. Oh, so, okay. They knew in advance that they had stayed at the resort. To I would have left him behind. I, I guess you didn't know if he was on a grinder date. No, I didn't. He didn't tell me. Nope. I, like, if you would have called him, I guess. I had, a, I had his phone, though. so he had spent a shit ton of money to have, like, internet down there. And so when he went on for his, his walk, he was like, oh, I'll just leave my, hot, my internet on. You can just, like, be on the internet while... And it was, like, ten minutes later the internet ran out. And I was like, okay. And I just, like, sat there, oh like... Pull the Bible out of the drawer. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it was in the lobby. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, like, the probably the loneliest I'd ever felt. Because I'm, mean, like, <laughs> in another country, I what if they tell me I can get on my plane and my friend's off, like, fucking some stranger? Wow. Or, or, in this case, trapped in a closet. Like, it was nuts. Would you have been pissed in the moment if you knew he was hooking up? No, no. I wouldn't have been angry. No? No, because I think he was trying to hook up with somebody that whole, like, five days. And he wasn't most of the time? No. I mean, and I wasn't down, so. Yeah. 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 Although, Checkers told me I had a hall pass. I did. No, you didn't. I told him he had a hall pass. Seriously? Would but you I think have kept to that? take it. She said I had a hall pass with my friend. Yeah. Oh, a gay hall pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he would have rocked my world. 
He would. I have no doubt. You would have been changed forever. I wonder if he's aggressive. Instead, you got a massage, and that changed you Yeah, forever. I got a massage from a lady who was also very aggressive. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I struggle a lot with, um, I like to get, I don't, I never book a massage and go to one. First of all, because when I get um, tense, I'm super, super ticklish. And just, like, the whole setting is difficult, because you're, like, mostly naked, laying there, and then a stranger en- enters the room to touch you. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm definitely tense, and then the second you touch me, I'm going to get ticklish, mm-hmm. and then I won't be able to think about anything And, else. I mean, like, you're lying face down. Yeah. And when you have large breasts. Oh, right. The, you're just, like, they're spilling out. They spill the out. The person, is like, is fully seeing your boobs. 100%. Yeah. But I like to get facials. Because then it's not as like, oh. and then they give you a bit of a massage, but you, it, it, and then it's just like a nice surprise and it's not your back. It's like your arms and like your shoulders and stuff. And it, it's all part of the, you're like, oh, I'm getting a facial treatment. It's yeah. not like I'm paying someone to touch me today. Yeah, <laughs> like I personally, personally, I don't like the full body massage. I don't like people moving from body part to body part. What I like is when someone finds that spot yeah, and you like digs your, into it. Like, yeah. if I go into the massage and say, hey, like, can I mark on my body with a red marker where you're okay to touch? Because as soon as they start touching, like, the inner thigh or the feet or right. anything like that, I get very or uncomfortable. The dick. That's, that happens to you a lot. Actually, he just walks in with a big red X on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I get very That's where you can touch today, honey. When they're... When they get their hands into weird areas or in an area where I just feel self-conscious, like if she reaches under and like grabs my stomach, I'm right. like, like, please don't. Yeah. But Working if, if I could say like, I have this spot on my shoulder that's really bugging me and you can use all the pressure in the world on that, spend a couple minutes there. So get the knee in there. That would be good. Yeah. I, the most soothing thing I absolutely love, um, and it's not a human, bo- like another human touching me. Is when I go to get my hair cut and right. they have the clippers on the back yes. of my head, they're giving me the fade. Because sometimes smart. they dig it in, like, the scratch. and I'm like falling asleep because it's so <laughs> relaxing. I feel you. It's almost the accidental stuff that's better because it's like I don't know. I, I'm the same way. When I get my hair cut, if you the if you get your hair cut at like a fancy place, then they like massage your head <laughs> while but while they're shampooing it. So it's like they're definitely. Right. Consciously giving you a massage, but you're just like, oh, they're just shampooing. It's yeah. not creepy, you know? It's like, it's a good thing. And they whisper in your ear. Anyway, yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even nice. It's, they're like pleating your hair. Yeah. You dirty little you whore. whore. Uh, you got some greasy shit today. Um, We're going to get you all cleaned up. Spits in your hair. You like that? Um, <laughs> say it. Say you like it. I do. Can I do my topic? Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, my topic is: um, Would you be re- Would you be willing to reduce your life span? Yes. <laughs> would you be willing to reduce your lifespan by ten years to become rich, famous? What would you be willing if you could oh. take your cut your life by mm. ten years? What would know. you give yourself? Can I ask you a question? Yes. At that decision time, do we get to know the amount of years we would have lived? Like, because what if I were to die exactly 10 years from now and I find out tomorrow? Could you know if it's even worth it? No. Okay. Okay. So you're gambling it. Because you would hope. 
I was going to make it to 95. But, like, the moment you, like, are okay on your deathbed, that. you're like, I could have had 10 more years from this point. I don't it, think it would be worth that at all. You don't think so? Because you could wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, this was the 10. Mm-hmm. Or you, you could last another 40 years. Maybe That's you, right. You could live But still, like from whatever point old. you're dying, you're like, it could have been 10 more years. But right. what did you trade it for? Right. If I traded it for, like... Okay, I'll say this. You cut your lifespan by 10 years, but you're guaranteed to live the next 10 years. Okay. So we're making it until, like... So it's not, like, going to happen right away. No. No. So, so you're, you're making it at least till almost 40. <laughs> I want to keep asking hypothetical questions. I will give you answers. If, if I was going to die in one year from a car accident, but you guaranteed me 10 more years, do I die in 10 years plus one year in a car accident? That's the gamble. Okay. Um... I wouldn't do the gamble. You would just continue being you. Yep, just me as I am with the amount of money I have. I'm only thinking about money, by the way. If you, if I could be 25 until I was 70 and then die, but you know what I mean? Like if Mm. you could be at your physical peak for 70 years, but then you die, maybe I would take that. Looks would change though, except no. Well, but everybody around you would change. It'd be lonely. You'd lose everyone. Why would it be it lonely? Because other people the get loneliness old. of beauty, which I'm already it's, very used to. Have you guys to. ever heard of Tuck Everlasting? <laughs> Tuck Everlasting. Yeah, where the spring and they drink from it and My they live. Oh yes, watched that. Yeah, that's what you just sounded like you were talking about. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't think I would be against being in my physical prime. Until I'm like seventy, and I yeah. feel I feel looks would have to change though to keep life but moving like, and it be normal. I feel it was like George Clooney looks changing. All but I'm women never is, get that. We get gravity. But all I'm saying is you have to age visually, because then it's okay, just a fine. whole other scenario. Like, but I, I hold I, on. I, I Did, what's that book called? Uh, the guy who's stuck in the portrait. In the portrait. Yeah, his his portrait gets uglier and uglier because he's an awful <laughs> human being. <clears throat> But he stays young forever until the portrait's destroyed. Dorian Gray. I've Nobody heard of that is here. <laughs> okay, so it's a classic novel. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a, um, a Netflix special? Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it on Netflix? <laughs> is that like a TikTok? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definable? Um, so Dorian Gray is this individual who is like, the beginning of the novel is he's this innocent, like, pure, beautiful like 20 something like maybe 18 even um he's like a like a young man and this noble is is a bit of a hedonist and is like oh i'll take him under my wing and for whatever reason i don't think it's quite explained in the book but uh dorian has like a portrait made of himself in his honor and it's he's so vain and the portrait starts to take on his qualities so like every time he does something wrong the portrait gets older and uglier but he stays young. And so he starts becoming like this guy who has like orgies with people or like fucks open wounds or like tortures oh. people. Like oh, he wow. just starts doing, cause life starts to get boring. He's done everything. Ooh. So he has to find the next thing that is exciting or new or different. Um, and then the guy who originally took him under his wing, uh, honk, I guess like if I'm gonna spoiler alert, this 150 year old novel, uh, <laughs> It, uh, eventually the guy who, like, took him under his wing settles down and has kids because he's older and, like, falls in love and blah, blah, blah. Yes. But 
Dorian falls in love with that guy's daughter, and that's the that's the thing he's never done. I see. Um, is loved something other than himself. Uh, and that's I'll leave it there but sort of what you were explaining is like staying young forever and then uh, and then just dying right I see that's interesting so do you think so part of like getting older is experiencing age that's true right? so that's if true. you are 25 forever you're never you're not experienced the physical changes that come with age and adapting your life to those things so maybe you could be friends with the same people you're not having any of the same experiences. I think it, there's a lot of things in life like that, though. Like, there will be people that, like, choose to never have kids. And, like, they don't experience this, like, huge part of life. And right. I don't know. Right. I think if you were to tell me, right, you were to give me the option right now, I would want, like, even if I couldn't have one, the only way I would be willing to give up the 10 years is if I knew... I would still live, no, still live past the age of, like, 65. Yeah. So if it was, say, I would have been 90, or I would have been 100, or I would have been 70. I think of 65. I would ex- That's like your 70, dad. Sorry, 75. I would accept it if it meant pure happiness. Right. For I would struggle so much. If you knew you'd thrive yeah. for the next 40 to 50, or 30 to 40 years, I might accept it. Imagine having to, like, look at the people in your life, though. Do you think you could enjoy knowing that you didn't, that all of these great things that are continually happening to you were actually not genuine? Genuine? You didn't, they weren't. I wonder if you'd get annoyed with it or you'd get, you'd have nothing to be proud of anymore. No reason to try harder. Right. The drive to be the best version of yourself no longer exists because uh, it's been like bestowed on you. I bet you'd have five to ten years of pure happiness. And then it would all go out the window as soon as you start to feel lonely or you... It would be like what's... Uh, like, have you ever heard the term a gilded prison? Yep. It would be like that. I agree. Like, it's fine if you actually earn all of those things. I'll take it back. I'm going to change. I would rather just live my normal life. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if the people in your life, if you're not struggling together ever, yeah. like... If we had one friend that just suddenly, for some reason, had so much money and, like, not a care in the world, like, they probably couldn't be our friend that long. I we think wouldn't be able to relate I genu- to them. I genuinely think, no matter what, whoever accepted that deal would become, like, a narcissist. Like, they would have to become... Yeah. yeah. How many years of your life would you willingly chop off <coughs> knowing you could fuck Keanu Reeves? <laughs> one perfect night. Five. <laughs> Five years? If he was here tonight I, and I was dying tomorrow, I'd yeah, be okay with I'd it. I'd give it all up. <laughs> like every year? <laughs> you know what I would get? What is the rules behind all four of us having him at the same time? Oh, oh. my god. He could. He, he doesn't could do have it. that many. On the podcast. He doesn't, but he could handle us. <clears throat> and his face is right here. Right. Making like an ASMR. Oh. Um. Mm. What? Yeah. How many? I think I would. I would. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves, but maybe six months I would chop off. Yeah. I mean, checkers could just start wearing different costumes from right. Keanu movies. Get a long black. Cloak. I'll just put on one of your suits. Leather. And then I'm John Wick. Yeah, you can like, like slick your hair back. Yes. And then wear a turtleneck with one of my suits. Mmm. Hot. Yeah. 
I have a black trench coat. You can just like. I'll throw my axe at you. Yeah. <laughs> what movie There's would lots that be? Of stuff we can... What? Oh, John Wick the third one, where he throws an axe she in the guy's head. She was like head. disgusted that you didn't know that right. Sorry. That face. <laughs> there was like a short second there where I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Is there a wedding off? He's just. <gasps> Do they know yet? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys said... formally announce? We yeah. did. Yeah. Last podcast. Thanks for listening. Um. Did you tell the whole story? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, really? I did listen to the last podcast. Yeah, yeah we, we talked. We, we talked about how it was February 29th that it happened. The last podcast we was Deep Thoughts. Yeah. With Mast, Red, and Clark. Yep. I haven't listened to it yet. No, I haven't. Well, you can be the 22nd download. Oh, good. Um. All right. Next uh, topic. I thought you were giving us random topics. Oh, I guess I can do another one. I thought you were... I, yeah, I can do another no, one. No, I didn't find one. I can come up with one right now related to coronavirus. Sure. Do we want to talk about corona? Give the people what they want. I was. This is hypothetical coronavirus between the four of us. That has nothing to do with statistics, facts. It's just entertainment. If... Do they know which country we're from? Yeah, we see. <laughs> they know what city we live in. <laughs> this okay. One. My postal if, code is... <laughs> yeah, exactly. If everything, every... Say no jobs were considered essential anymore. There was a full-time stay-in-your-home shutdown. If you wanted groceries, they had to be delivered to you. You could not leave. How long do you think you can actually last? Define last. Until you are going to go crazy or you're going to start breaking the rules. Okay. Can I still go for a walk? I'm pretty sure in Italy... Maybe I'm wrong... That's why I don't want to say. There are rumors that in some countries you can't even. You cannot leave, and they have people out in front of the, like on each street, to make sure no (laughs) one get a ticket. How long do you think you can survive mentally being locked in your home? Of course, you can do home workouts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said this earlier. I think because everywhere so far, you can still go get your own groceries and stuff like that. I think I would stretch my, like, resources and my, you know, mental stability. I think I could probably go, like, four months or so. But mm-hmm. I, that's the... I, eventually, I would just be, like, searching for somewhere to move that I could do things again. Yeah, like, we live in an apartment building right now. And Sick. I think that, like, I would start, like, walking the stairs. Yeah. Like, I would just start, like, finding places in the building That's right. that I could exercise and, and move around so I'm not trapped in the apartment. And I'm assuming that, like, the only way they could stop me is other people in the building publicly shaming right. me, like, in that moment. That's right. Luckily here, everybody seems to be older, so... Imagine you just ride the elevator all day to see if you'd get, like, a new person to talk to. Actually, we... <laughs> something, so creepy We actually got elevator. an email from our building that said, like, only take the elevator alone. We had a new note on our build, on our oh, outside that, the elevator that, that said max two people. Yeah. On the elevator. Yeah. What if you have like four children? That's what he said. Right, right away, what I said. I'm pretty sure there's got to be an exception if you yeah. have young kids. But oh, if you're a family and you all live in the same apartment, like why would it be matter? Everybody children don't count as people, so. Everybody I think, I think there there would be scenarios where I could last a little longer. I think you guys and us are both lucky. We have balconies, so we can yeah have fresh air and be. Changes the game. Yeah, like having your door open or oh, yeah. hanging like, out outside. I'm yeah, Checkers was out there just with her coloring book today, 
and just enjoying the beautiful That's weather. Very like, cool. imagine the people, like, all I can think about is mm-hmm. the people on the cruise ship that were in the, the interior center section yeah. of the boat that did not have windows. Like, imagine not having windows to the outside and being told you're in quarantine and you have no idea. I think you would actually lose your mind. Yeah. Yeah, that would be hard. I don't think, I couldn't last very long doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Part like of me would want air. to, like, open my door and just have it open. Yeah. I wouldn't leave, but, like, I just need to know that I have access yeah. to get out if I need it. And just, yeah. Your mind would start playing tricks on you, and being I'm, in a tiny room that long. At what point would, like, oh, total chaos break free in that lockdown? Like, eventually someone's going to... Yeah, people people are theorizing that like riots would start in yeah. the states or in Canada. I actually. think that there would start to be conspiracy theories that the government wants us to be home. That's right. Like that there's there there is no like the the problem isn't as big as it is. They're yep. doing this for like whatever reason that somebody cooks up in their basement. Yeah. Like, it'll start to people's minds will and then it'll mm-hmm. gain traction on Twitter and they'll say like you know. <coughs> Corona is over party. <laughs> Whatever. Corona like. is over. It, it is funny. It is funny to watch, like, the first truly major global crisis um, un- since we've had social media. This is the first, like, actual global thing that's really happening. Like, people were speculating earlier this year that World War Three was about to break out, and it didn't. And, like, you know, there's been lots of, like, threats out in North Korea. That whole thing happened has been unfolding but this like the trigger has been pulled everybody's lives are affected but it's also being memed like it's a really interesting because millennials and i'd say gen zers we have this zetters zetters everything has to be funny otherwise Mm -hmm. we can't get through the day so it is there's all these memes out there right now that are like boomers stop blaming millennials for spring break we're 30 now like i love that that's it's not us on the beach. I love yeah. that. When I saw those, it made me so happy. I don't even know if that's true. I'll tell you. I know some boomers that were rearing to get down to Florida this year and weren't allowed to. So you know, it's not a fair accusation either way. If there is anybody that thinks that, it's yeah. a good point to make. We are we're old now. The millennials are aging. I'm probably on the final year. You are the last year of millennial. millennial. Some would argue you're even Gen Z, but. Uh, we can't have a Gen Z here. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, get the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Doors over In my house. (laughs) In this house. I think I could, as long again conditions apply, if there's sunlight and we have our food coming on time. That's right. And internet to be able to play video games online and watch TV or. It's so much network. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Everybody needs food. Then you need shelter, yeah. and then you need, like, love and yeah. social interaction. If I, like, w- was entertained enough... That's what I mean. ...and didn't have to work, I think I could last forever. You, would, you think you would last longer songs work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think... If, <laughs> if I had zero responsibilities <laughs> in this life, I think I could last I forever. Thrive. If you yeah. found out you had to be quarantined <clears throat> for two months, <clears throat> not being able to leave, would you rather do it, the two of you... Or would you rather prepare in advance and have, like, four of us together for the two months with, like, games? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be told you're in quarantine, would you rather just have it you and your significant other or a small group of friends 
your favorite I, few. Your, your favorite couple of friends with events and things to do all day, or do you think you get very bored quick of too many people around? I need to know how much space we have. If it's this apartment and there's four or five of us, yeah, like I couldn't. One. Like, does everybody have their own bedroom? Like, yeah. does each couple have their own? That would bedroom? be key. I'm just thinking at times when there's nothing going on. How fun would it be to play board games for a full day, yeah. passing the time, and right. you don't even realize you're recording because you're just having a good time. And then you realize there's 68 more days. Yeah. That's the thing. So, like, and there's if, 68 more board games. Yeah. If, if we were at, like, so Fick's family has a plot of land up north with three cottages on it. Yes. If that was the scenario, if it was, like, a small group of people... In the, on that plot of land, we weren't allowed to leave for three months. Food would be given to us. Entertainment is there, but that we're in like court. Heaven. It's a vacation. I would do that. Yeah. That no prob- no questions asked, because there's like Wi-Fi up there. There's everything that we would need. Yeah. Um, Even if it was all of us in the one cottage. There's it, so much space. Yeah. There would be more, and so much to do. That was actually, yeah. we talked about that if it got. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That was well, our. Yeah, if Plan we, get, one if we both get let go and, and can't buy our house, um, we would move up there. To, to okay. your grandma's place? Yeah. Or I would just, even go with my parents. The cottage is so too. nice. I mean, your yeah. parents is very nice, too, but I love that There's cottage. a small part of me that would love to be with a group through it, just because that would make the days go by quicker, but then there's times where you want to be doing nothing. And I was going to say, not me, and it doesn't have anything to do with anybody. It has only to do with me. You and like, like be comfortable. I can't control my moods sometimes, and like, oh really? I just you, and when I like the smallest <laughs> thing sets me off, and it's just best that I don't have too many people to like point my <laughs> irritation at because I can get so mean, and like in every. As an adult, you get to control who you're around at all times. Like, if I know I'm in a bad way one day, then I know. Like, I'm in control and I will not see anybody that day. Yeah. And, like, that's for the best of everybody. But I always struggle, like, with roommates and stuff. Like, catch me in a bad day. I'm just trying to cook my food at the stove. And you come home and want to tell me all about, like, your bitchy coworkers. And I'm not ready to, like, receive all that. <clears throat> I can't. I get so bitchy, so for the best that I'm glad that it's you and me that we live together through this quarantine because up until now my entire life I've had like multiple roommates I would be dying I would be dying but you're okay thanks so far so good imagine (laughs) you being quarantined with your last roommate that's right I would have I would have I would have immediately probably asked to be laid off my job and just moved up north just because, like, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. But I think I think we're lucky. I think most Canadians, I say that, okay, most people I know are lucky that, like, this pandemic hasn't got personal yet um, right. in terms of, like, no one I know has a family member who's impacted at this point, like, who actually has caught the virus. So um, for us, for everyone I know so far, this has just been, a quarantine situation and nothing more and I know lots of people that are trying to make the best of it and it's it's almost a brain challenge it's mm-hmm. like it's a challenge for your brain like okay you're just left with like you the people you live with and like your own thoughts like what are you going to make of this time and like slowly one we lose like one thing every day like Hamilton I think I'm allowed to say that Hamilton just shut down like dog parks yeah. and tennis courts and like Oh, okay, so now you truly, like, have yourself and your place and, like, your yard, if you yeah. have a yard, and, right. like, 
some grocery stores. Like, what can you make of it now? And it, it is interesting. I saw I saw on social media the other, the other day someone was just out and about and they got an eight hundred dollar ticket. Yeah, an eight hundred dollar ticket for being able to prove they were not doing something important. Like, where? Uh, I'll pull it up after, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like, who knows? It was an actual ticket. For being out and about. Yeah, an oot and a boot ticket. Yeah, an oot and a boot ticket. <laughs> um, we have recently been... I've given it a shout out before, but Checkers and I... More Checkers than myself. But I've been watching this YouTube channel, My, my Self-Reliance. Yes! And it's this guy... It's a good channel to watch. Yeah, yeah. this guy lives up north and he sort of like gives tutorials on, on how to live a good life up north. But, like off the grid. Yeah. And he's cool. I like listening to him, but he definitely sounds very Canadian. Like he does, he says about, but he does says it in such a way that I totally get why someone from the states would think that we say a boot. Oh, to- I hear it all the time. And also, the people in the states, a lot of them don't say about. They say about. About. I hear it all the about. time. About. About. About what? And like, okay, so even people that talk like that, when they hear us say about, they hear a boot. Right. Some Canadians genuinely do say a boot, though. And those are my favorites. Um, my, I have the next question. Okay. So, having no experience at all as a Formula One racer, <laughs> any of us, would you rather be forced to train for a marathon, having to take on a special diet, having a very strict workout regimen, on top of your real life, so, like, maybe after work you have to immediately go and train for, like, hours it and hours. It is, like, a full-time job. You're eating plain chicken with, uh... But ten times a day. Yeah, like, just the boringest food that you can imagine. You get your one cheat day a week, maybe, if you're lucky. You have to do that for, like, six months. Then you run your marathon. Would you rather do that? Or drive completely unprepared in a Formula One race. Because wow. <laughs> even if you're like, oh, I'll do 10 kilometers an hour, they're coming around the track, <laughs> like, at you. No, there's and no also, way. You have to kind of pretend you know what you're doing and, like... Oh, my God. I, yeah. There's wow. no way a normal person could do a Formula One race with no training. I saw this article the other day about a guy <laughs> who was, like, an avid Formula One simulation driver, like, a, a video game. And he quickly did a crash course on how to actually drive the car because he had done so much practice of it on, online, yeah. like using like. It's not the same feeling. He beat a, a driver. Really? Yeah. He, on the course. Yeah. That's insane. I don't think I'd be that tough. He's so fast around those corners. Can you imagine me going around the corner at like no, five kilometers? Like this guy thinks he's a Formula One. No, he don't. In the old, in the old, <laughs> in the old Elantra. I would Let's definitely just say get stop lapped. signs are optional. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, I love running, so I think I would prefer to train for the yes, marathon. But also, like, I'm not worried about being flipped over 800 times and exploding. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'd still take the race. Yeah, I mean, you totally would. <laughs> you would. I would. I would take the marathon route because I think it would be good. You'd be forced to be healthier and right. be doing more to benefit yourself. And what is the worst case scenario? You're working your job and then working out. The worst case scenario for me is that like, I've run 10k races, 
and like 25 minutes into it I'll be like I gotta shit my pants oh, yeah. and I've got another 35 minutes of this okay. yeah and if it's a marathon that's like hours right it's not okay and like every i've attended so many marathons to like hand out water because my mother did them like my whole life but literally the most unpleasant shit happens like people run through they're only eight kilometers into it their nipples are already like bleeding through their shirts like they're like lube they have to they like literally will stop off to the side to like lube up their inner thighs and like they're intimate because everything is chafing together. Like these people are stick thin, by the way, and oh they still God. like everything chafes and goes raw and they piss themselves and like it's so hard on your joints. Like it's no joke. The stuff's really no joke on your body, but I would still take that. You can over. catch I, me in that race car. I think you should do it. I really do. I'm looking at hold on. You are telling me that if I do a marathon race, I'll get like three kilometers deep and will stop off to the side to rub lube on my inner thighs? Some don't have to do that. It depends. You don't get chafing. My mother... Because you wear so many layers. Well, wouldn't I get chafing because I wear so many layers? No, because it's like when your thighs rub together. Yeah, you probably won't have chub rub ever. (laughs) My my mother has stocky legs and she never had that problem. Um, She never had running related problems when she would do Ironmans the biking was always a sketchy part for her she's had multiple bike accidents but like running her body like was able to run efficiently but you just like sometimes you get part way into the race something happens that's like never happened before even though you've trained this whole time like who knows who knows what it could be one one of your articles of clothing gets wet and maybe you didn't bring it back up and now like you're stuck in wet clothes for 40k like anything could happen and um Suddenly your shoe malfunctions and like, anyway, I, so many things. I've done a 10K where like they gave us Gatorade while we were running and I like was running and I went to drink the Gatorade and it just like went in my face, but up my nose. And oh, like, no. I had that split second of like drowning of like, yeah. And was like, <laughs> like coughing as I was running. And then you start panicking. I've had the mid run panic attack too. And it's just like, it feels like your body's shutting down, but I really feel that you should train for marathons. I think that would be very fulfilling for you. I would have to change everything about my life. No. Oh, that's, you would. That's you would. the part I struggle with, is the fact that you will also have to take on your full-time career or job during this. So after your hard eight to 10 hour days of work. Then you <laughs> eight to, to 10 start. hours. <laughs> oh my God. Get out then of here. Then you have to start <laughs> training for this marathon. That's the part I You would, and I think my mom would take, like, one rest day a week, and her rest days were, like, only a 5K. She'd be like, oh, today's my day off. I'm just going to go for a 5K. Would she force you to go on the the runs with her a lot? Yeah, so she would take me to do, like, she'd be like, oh, I'm going to do a 30-kilometer loop today, or it's multiple loops. And she would be like, I want you to come with me for this part of it. I would never go for the 30K. But I would go for like six. You know what I would love to do? I have a friend, uh, shout out to my friend who doesn't listen to this. Uh, she does like these amazing like kind of races where it's like a relay race, but each person does like 5K or something like that. Yeah. That sounds really cool. I would love to be a part of a team that yes. does that. I would. Something I, I often worry about is being the weakest link in a team. 
Um, so like that would if, never happen. But if I did like if if I had two teammates and we all ran five k and mine was like slower than all of theirs, I'd feel like shit afterwards. We, but. we had a, we have a good history of team events. Oh yeah. yeah, I was telling somebody <gasps> about this the other day. Never no, right got that here. That happened the first the weekend that we recorded. The did podcast. it happen? Yeah. 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 We might have talked about it on we that first podcast. Went into this boat race event. <laughs> it was canoeing canoeing we thought we would be the strongest team by far it was a bunch of 12 year olds and a bunch of grown men and their dads like older men and we had to it's called around the bay and you had to canoe with a partner around a bay a bay and then it started off with a run which sneaks is very strong in and then i ran in converse shoes but i thought like Oh, that'll make me better because everyone else seems to be running barefoot like fools. Because they're Neanderthals. And then we had to paddle a canoe, which I thought I would be good at. (laughs) And we... I'm walking back from this main central hub of everyone's hand. All the runners storm up behind me (laughs) and pass me. So now Sneaks and I get this boat and we get in the water backwards. I'm also in last place in the run, by the way. And I'm hoofing it. (laughs) And I run regularly. Like, very regularly. I've done 10K races at, like, 52 minutes. Like, I'm not slow. I'm in okay shape. The the children were all sprinting. We, We get this canoe in the water. It's backwards. Everyone else has the nice paddles. We pick up these broken wooden paddles. <laughs> Sneaks gets hit by another canoeer with the paddle. That's later. That's on the way back. We get. A, we think we are going to thrive. We take this boat. <laughs> an actual, an actual boat has to come out and rescue us. <laughs> it was easily the most embarrassing moment. <laughs> I've had so a long funny. time, it was but we made the most of it. So we will, like, a light gust of wind hit us, and we flipped. It was like we got hit by a freight train. We fly off. The boat comes, rescues us. Well, there was, like, a two-minute window where we tried to, we were trying to flip the canoe back over. And try yeah, to get we were like, oh, we could just flip it over. Trying to get back into it. Let's start scooping out the water while it's upside down. So... Later on, after they do all these events, we have to get back in the canoe, and we have to canoe all the way back around. We get to, we try to get inside the canoe. I fall out of the canoe the second I get in. We have to flip the canoe. No, we, I think we abandoned that we canoe. Grabbed canoe. <laughs> we, we grabbed oh a different God. canoe. Started going. We're with this huge group of people that all our canoes are hitting each other. And we may have been doing better this time. Yeah, we were definitely doing better. This lady smacks me in the face with the paddle of the canoe. Or sorry, the pad, like the Bitch. flat part of the paddle. And just says, oops, sorry. And I was like, uh, don't worry Bitch. about it. She keeps going. Then... There's this guy with his child, and he grabs our canoe and just pushes us back. And I was like, you are a terrible role model for your child. Yeah. Let's just... Bringing that canoe back the second time was strictly because the canoe had to be returned to the oh, starting point. That's what the whole race was for. It, to it bring the canoes to the to beach the and, and back canoe. from yeah, the beach. And it turned out, we flipped the canoe, one of us got hit in the face. Oh, it was all, We I finished actually, it dead last. Oh, yeah. We yeah dead dead. And last. we might have been the most perfect age group that you would think would win this event. Two like strong guys in their twenties, like oh not I guess not. No. But you would think two strong guys in their twenties. We both excelled at, at something in the event. And yes. It was just- Having said that, every seventeen-year-old boy that was there had a six-pack. Yeah. And I don't understand why. They didn't make 17-year-olds like that in my day. And no. after that day was done, I would not change anything about it. Because it was humbling and it was fun. It was a nice day. And 
Shepherds and I have never been prouder. getting hit in the face with the paddle. Except when we actually tipped, I'm pretty sure we were both concerned we were going to drown. Yeah. <laughs> like holding onto the boat and we're like, I was, need help? We're like, hey, help us. <laughs> so we slip, the boat comes, stops really close yeah. to us. Yeah. We get to climb out and I did this thing where I grabbed the ladder and my, the under part of like my, from the waist down, like flew under the boat and I couldn't stop my leg. I thought it was going to hit the propeller. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh fuck. Like, I don't know how sharp the propeller actually is, Oh yeah. but I, I missed it and I was too weak to carry myself out of the boat. Rax is eight times bigger than me, <laughs> and he just like grabbed me and threw me on the boat. I remember the life jacket. I remember thinking, after, like, oh, I just helped him out. And then I remember thinking, well, he's probably like, dehumanized. <laughs> so emasculated. Like, didn't even allow me to fake it. Like, I just like threw me in the boat. And then the way I crumpled into the boat, what is, I was in the fetal position, it couldn't actually get out because I was contained in like this you weird between spot. between the chairs. Oh, uh, it was you awful. Could tell, you could tell when that boat showed up. The two of us were in like total panic mode. Like, we need help. We need help. The boat tipped, led us onto your boat. And you could tell this guy and this girl were just, they probably just finished making fun of us before they showed up. Uh, and there was no urgency to come over and bring no. us into the boat. They just kind of were like, okay, like... They probably assumed you guys are like cottagers and... Hurry up. Yeah. Probably done this a Got these city folks just freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> All in all, very entertaining, but... Checkers and I have never been Oh my prouder. god, we're just sitting on the we, beach like, we're where there are they? At the finish line, waiting for our men to show you guys, up. You guys probably us... in first or second. Yeah, oh, they'll, they'll like, be the first oh, one around weird. the bend. It looks like... All the canoes have come in, and there's a weird floundering <laughs> couple out there. You told me the first canoe that came around the corner, you thought it was us. I thought it was you. I was and like, then everyone really? after that, you thought was us. And then yeah. you see this canoe tip and this <laughs> boat come out. I was yes. like, it's not. Oh face, no. Both of your guys' faces were priceless. They pulled, <laughs> up, like, they pulled up so triumphant and good spirited, and. This was like 10 a.m. Like, this was the first event of the day. It set the whole mood. And thank God for that because we knew to not take the rest of the day seriously. Mm-hmm. Because some people take that day yeah. very seriously. I, some people train all year. I really enjoyed when we were doing the four-man canoe. <laughs> and we got in and immediately flipped you know at the beach. And then we abandoned ship. Do you know my favorite part of that day? What? And the calmest part? Judging children's sandcastles yes. as a group. We did that. You're welcome, children. And we won the egg toss, sort of. Yeah. Cheers. Um, Yeah, by cheating. Yeah. Do we have more topics for today? Um, not really. Just like over an hour. How are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Good. How you doing? How you doing? Um. Okay. Well. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about? You know what I've noticed? I mean, let's talk about. I mean, right now we can be in groups of. Five or less. Right. Although it's suggested that we don't do that. Who suggested that? Oh, you mean for the... Right. I thought you meant for the podcast. Right. No. Yes. But I've noticed on, like... I don't know how strict they are in, like, California, but, uh, like, Joe Rogan has people coming on every day. Yes. Oh, that's probably not good. California is under major lockdown, but I think... And they're also taking major criticism. California is one of, like... No, they but none, nowhere in the states has shut down like we have in Ontario. Have they? Like, were they gone down to just essential services? I don't want to be wrong about this. I don't know. I was under the impression New York and California are like locked down, but I'm not at those places, so I don't know. I assume Chicago had to have something going on for the crime rate to go down. Oh yeah. 
Are you excited at the prospect of movies that were going to be in theaters just moving straight to streaming services? No. Maybe it'll be a good thing, but I, like, I haven't considered I like the it theater. a plus side. Me too. I'm going to miss the theater. I'm excited to, when things slowly start to return to normal, to approach yes. things differently. Appreciate like, the small things. Like going to the gym on a night where I have nothing going on. Yes. Or now I can't do that. Or And it's such a bummer. When, when friends want to hang out and you're kind of feeling lazy, well, yeah. One of the things that I really enjoyed doing while this was on was like I, I love jogging outside um where we live there's an escarpment so there's these like really big staircases that you can climb to work out and I was doing them at night and I was really enjoying them but because people have abused yeah. during the day just being these huge clumps and like yeah. being like absolute like nut bars being anyway they closed down all of the trails and parks and everything like if you're driving in the city all the play structures that kids can play on all have like caution tape on them yeah, and stuff. Like people aren't to play on them, and they've just closed the stairs now. They just had an article where they closed yeah. the stairs. So yeah, it's gonna be a weird April. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess on that note, how, how far into this are we? Hour twelve. Hour twelve. That's fine. That's good. The world is blessed. I don't even know what topics we relate. So we had the. Uh, <clears throat> We had topics, and you'll hear them. You know what? We will list them in the description. Exactly. Because we always remember what they are in the description. Yes. It's the Topics and Implications show. Uh, by the way, um, this is our first... Quack-free. Po- this is a quack-free podcast. Wow. You said Hamilton, and you were like, should I say or shouldn't? But we'll, we'll keep, we can keep it. Yeah. I, I wonder, because I'm like, maybe I accidentally said some names. No, we've up, said that before. Okay. No, I think we're good. I mean, we said Keanu Reeves. I'll just insert a quack sound now for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. That, um, should we find a honk sound for spoilers? No, I, li- I, like, I like the manual honk. I like honk. when you go honk. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Again, please feel free to email us at topics and implications at gmail.com to give us your own you topics. You can find us on Tinder. Mm, yep. Swipe right. Yep. Um, Grinder. <laughs> swipe uh, left. Hinge. Uh, plenty TikTok. of fish. Yeah. Oh, TikTok. That's not a, well. Then mm. they know who we are. Yeah. Uh, anyway, tweet at us at topics underscore and we would love to get your tweets. Should we make an Instagram account? <clears throat> what would we Instagram? Just whatever we tweet. And memes. Hmm. Like, is that what it would be? Like, whenever we put memes on Twitter, we'll just also put it on Instagram? Yeah. You can do that. I don't know. I'm actually really terrible with social media. Mm. You are. Thank you. You are. You're like, he's heavy on well, Facebook. Well, I'm supposed to be running the Twitter account. Yeah. Really screwing the pooch checkers. Yeah, I know. You can Sorry. post really cool pictures of your equipment. That's oh, yeah. True. And of salmon Yeah, we should probably try harder on the social media. Anyway. <laughs> And we'll, we'll get that merch up there soon. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Anyway, I've been Checkers. Uh, I'm still Sneaks. Yep. I might be Rax. Getting thicker every day. All right. Cool. Hashtag Keanu. Hashtag Keanu Reeves forever. Uh, slurp you later.